0: the decades to analyze and debate it. From the Press Box to Press Row, Donald Ware will break it all down for you with an in-depth look at historically black college athletics as well as the biggest news stories and news makers of the day. It's time to talk the talk with those who walk the walk. From the Press Box to Press Row, here's your host, Donald Ware. Welcome
1: to another edition of Box to Row on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM I am your host Donald Ware packed show today joining us a little bit later on Winston-Salem State winning the CIAA Tournament Championship last week and Cleo Hill Jr. the head men's basketball coach of the Rams going to join us on the program Xavier of Louisiana winning the Red River Athletic Conference Tournament Championship also on last week And Alfred Williams, the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana, going to join us on the program. Holding on the line, joining us momentarily, Trinity Thomas of the University of Florida gymnastics team doing big things. Also going to join us today here on the program. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Now, if you want to participate on the conversation Hit us up via Twitter at Box to Row B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Or on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R O W. Let's continue here on Box to Row. We're joined by a young lady. As a matter of fact, one of the best gymnasts around. And her name is Trinity Thomas. She's part of the Florida Gator gymnastics team, right? She's been on the the um, the U.S. national team for four years. She was, I should say, on the U.S. national team for four years. And you talk about someone that's only a few perfect 10s away from being one of the all-time great in terms of getting perfect 10s in collegiate competition. She is Trinity Thomas. She joins us here on the program. How are you, Trinity?
2: Hi. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm doing well. How are you?
1: doing pretty good now now so you're from york pennsylvania correct
2: i am yes so
1: the pastor of my church is going to love this new providence missionary baptist church um pastor would he's 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 from york i mean he's he's older but he's from he's from york what was it like growing up in uh in york pennsylvania
2: yes honestly i was gone more than i was there or when i was there i was at the gym um so i didn't honestly get around york that much but, but it was good <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let's talk about the competition. You, you all had a competition and you've been doing very well. Your team, not only you individually, but your team's been doing very well. Now, I, you know, I had a chance to catch it on some of the highlights on Center. Now, I don't know, like, look like a 10, look like two 10s to me. Like, you didn't get the 10s, right? You got great scores. It's not that. <laughs> but should you have gotten perfect 10s on those?
2: Um. Well, it's a very subjective sport, right? And it's being judged. So... I mean, the judges didn't think it was a 10, so it wasn't a 10. (laughs) But you thought,
1: I mean, but I I mean, but you thought it was a 10. Everybody else thought it was. I get it. But right. It should have been. My point is, it should have been a 10, correct?
2: Well, I would have to rewatch my routines, but I can normally find a little something, but I'm pretty hard on myself. So.
1: Wow. So 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 you hadn't had a chance to rewatch it as of yet.
2: I've watched them once or twice, but I haven't like really watched them to like look for the mistakes where they could have been, where there could have been deductions. So.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. So what does it mean? I mean, just talk about the season to this point, you guys, I mean, you as an individual doing Mm -hmm. very well and then the Gators as a program doing very well, just speak to that.
2: Yes. So in the off season, like, and in preseason, we work really, really hard. So um, we've been working all fall long and coming into January for our first meet. And then now we're, we're almost to postseason now. So we've been working really hard. I'm proud of this team. I get to see them work hard in the gym every day. We've been working on details because it really does come down to half a tenth or less sometimes in big competitions. So this seems amazing and we're going to keep doing amazing things this season.
1: And as a student athlete, can you sort of speak to how you're able to balance both? Because you're a grad student, right? So can you speak to how you're able to balance both um, competing at a very high level and then the schoolwork as well? And what are you majoring in as well?
2: Yes. So I did my undergrad in applied physiology and kinesiology. And then my graduate program right now is health education and behavior. And so it's really hard sometimes to balance school and being an athlete and life outside of both of those. So it's a lot and it takes some good time management skills and you live and you learn, you figure out what works for you and it looks a little bit different for everyone, but definitely time management is huge.
1: University of Florida Gator gymnast Trinity Thomas joins us here on the program as we talk about uh, her career. She's been on the U.S. national team. She's Of course, now with the Gators is only a couple of perfect scores away from being the all-time leader in terms of perfect scores. Um, What would it mean to you to get that record?
2: That would It's honestly a record that I didn't realize I was as close to until people started talking about it. So definitely it would be pretty cool, but not something I'm really focused on right now, honestly. But um, I just control what I do out there. And then we'll see what scores have to show in the long run.
1: Yeah, for you. So you took it. You 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 decided to stay. Like you took advantage, I guess, of the COVID year. Um, because I'm looking at sort of your bio here. You've had four years. Then you you got the fifth. Why so? Like, um, was it the sort of the camaraderie? Was it wh- why did you take decide to kind of take advantage of that fifth year in terms of that COVID year?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I mean, first and foremost, I love gymnastics. And I accomplished a lot of amazing goals of mine last year, which was really special. And I feel blessed to have accomplished everything that I did. Um, And, but there was one thing that was missing last year. And that was our team national championship title. We got second uh, last year at NCAAs. And so that was probably the biggest factor. I was like, I have to come back. Like, I have to give it one more shot. I've slowly built with each team that I've been on, um, from not making nationals all the way to second at nationals. So I just feel like if I've got one more shot, I've got to take it.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. It, it, you know, it's a, it's a great thing to be able to want to want to be able to do that because what would be the next sort of progression? Is it, um, is it the summer Olympics? What what is that sort of, sort of, what's the next, next progression after
0: college?
2: Yes. So I am still furthering my education, um, but also keeping in the back of my mind, like if I'm healthy after this season, that it's a possibility that I could train too. So just kind of keeping all of my doors open and making sure that I have options after I'm, I'm done.
1: No doubt. Have you ever been in competition with like Simone, but I think you guys are around the same age, if I'm not mistaken. And we, matter of fact, So we had her on the program, I think, um, 2017, the year after the Olympic Games in 16. But then the first year we had her was like 2014 when she, uh, I forget where the team was and all that. She had done all that, uh, those great things. So have you ever been in competition with her?
2: Yes. So I've competed with Simone and several of the other Olympians many times. We were all on a national team together. And so, yes, I've gotten to compete with, with Simone.
1: Yeah, so what? What is talk about that? I'm mean, I'm sure you guys, sh- iron sharpen sharpens iron, as the <laughs> old saying goes. So I'm sure you guys in that competition raise each other's level. Yes,
2: yeah, so Simone is obviously the best of the best, absolutely incredible, um, and a friend of mine. And so it's it the first time I met her, like I was a fan, and I I had watched her compete, and then now going into her next. Well, the next time she was coming for the back for the next quad, I was all of a sudden there at camp with all the Olympians that I had looked up to. So that was pretty special for me. I went from watching them on TV to becoming friends with them and train with them and going on assignments and all kinds of things with them. So really, really special and really cool to be able to train with the best of the best.
1: Trinity Thomas is a multiple-time All-American for the Florida Gators. Uh, she joins us here on the program. Twenty-seven All-American. You were named All-American twenty-seven times last year, right? Like twenty-seven times. Like talk about that. What the, What does that mean to you?
2: So it's twenty-seven times total um, over all of my years. But it honestly, it's it's quite it's quite a thing, huh? Um, I've yes. worked really hard <laughs> to to get as. Con- consistent as possible and to just perfect my craft and really go out there and be able to compete the routines that I practice in the gym. And so, you know, hard work and paying attention to detail and it, it, it pays off.
1: Yeah, no, no, no question about it. Um, so the next, what's, the, what's sort of the next competition uh, for your team and how do, do you feel like the team as a whole, is as good as last year? Because you, you mentioned finishing runner-up, and so you want to be able to get over that hump, and you know, you've know you beaten some really good teams along the, the way. So how do you think that this is, in fact, the year that the Gators can win that national championship, which is one of the main reasons you came back to school this year?
2: Yes. So I've been on so many talented teams here while I've been here. Um, obviously, they change every year. New people come in. People lose. All of our teams have been cre- crazy talented and this one is no different this team is absolutely incredible we've got world champions all everything we've got everything across the board so um it's pretty cool to have that many in- incredible athletes in one gym at one time training every day together. We push each other and we're there for each other. We've got each other's backs. So it's, it's really pretty special and this team definitely has what it takes to win a national championship. And that's exactly what we're striving for.
1: You know, I mentioned, um, you know, Simone Biles been a guest on the show back in the day, Dominic Dawes was a guest on this program. You don't see a lot of black gymnasts. You, you, you don't particularly in competition, So speak to that, maybe some of the people you looked up to kind of growing up and what that means to you when people are young girls of color can now look up to you and the accomplishments that you have.
2: Yes. So I feel like you're seeing more girls that look like me participating in gymnastics more and more and more. And And when I first started participating, uh, there weren't a lot of girls that looked like me at my gyms personally. And so that was something that I had to work through and something that I had to work on knowing how to love myself and learning how to know that I was different. And that's okay. Knowing that I was beautiful, even if I didn't look like them. And so just like things like that. And now, now that I'm a lot more grown up, (laughs) I can look back and look at all these little girls and be that motivation for them and tell them that they're beautiful and tell them that they've got this and to tell. Tell them that they can be right where I am one day. So just to have that, have this platform that I have to be an inspiration to little little black girls everywhere is a blessing.
1: What is it like getting all of this notoriety? Right, like you're on Sports Center like every week now. Right, going for the getting the perfect tens, going back a couple of weeks ago, and then you know, sort of looking for that that record. What What is that sort of like for you? And do you hear a lot from your people in your in your hometown of York, Pennsylvania?
2: Yes, it's still a little weird for me. I don't know that I'll ever get used to it. Uh, people will send me things. Old like classmates from like middle school, high school send me things. Did you see her on this or whatever? Um, obviously, my family too, and so it still is like weird because I'm just like, oh, I'm just like me, the little gymnast that came from York, Pennsylvania. Um, so I guess sometimes I don't really see myself in the same light that I think everybody else does. So it's a little bit weird at times
1: couple more thoughts for Trinity Thomas and Trinity. We do appreciate the time. What are, what are you? So um, n- next year, are you looking towards or for the Olympics for next year?
2: Um, so like I said, something that's in the back of my mind right now, I'm not super focused on it because I want to focus on where I am right now and working with my team to win national championship. But it's definitely something that's being thought about and considered and we'll see if I'm healthy.
1: Yeah. What do you, what do you, um, what was your undergrad degree in? What are you, and what are you hoping to do with that once your, once your gymnastics career is over?
2: Yes. So my undergrad degree is in applied physiology and kinesiology. And then my graduate degree is in health education and behavior. And I'm finishing that one up this semester. Um, I did apply to nursing school and I'm trying to figure out, all of those pieces and figure out kind of what is next for me. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I like a lot of things that I'm passionate about a, a lot of things. So I'm just, like I said, trying to keep my doors open um, and kind of seeing what opportunities present themselves and what I kind of enjoy most.
1: No doubt about it. Trinity Thomas, 27 time all American. And by the way, so are you, Are is it just the beam? What else are you, do you compete in?
2: I compete um, all, all four. So it's vault bars, beam and floor.
1: Okay. Okay. Do you like anyone better than the other?
2: Yes. Floor is my favorite to compete. Okay. Why so? It's so much fun. Um, you've got the tumbling, but you also have the dance. So you kind of get to show off and show your personality and have fun while you're also doing your gymnastics. So that's what I really like about floor.
1: Sounds good. Trinity Thomas, again, 27 time All-American, part of the Florida Gator team, looking to win a national championship, came in runner-up on last year, uh, but looking forward to winning that national championship this year, joins us here on the program. Trinity, really appreciate the time. Continued success to you and the Gators.
2: Thank you so much.
1: You can react to anything that Trinity Thomas had to say. Hit us up via Twitter at BoxToRow, b o x t o r Plenty more show to come. Still to come, Alfred Williams, the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana. Up next, Winston-Salem State head men's basketball coach, Cleo Hill Jr. With the Rams winning the CIAA Tournament Championship.
0: On the way, it's more of From the Press Box to Press Row with Donald Ware. Right, 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 right right here on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM.
1: The Stay Well HBCU Symposium Tour is coming to the 2023 TIAA SIAC Tournament with new games, more t-shirts, new prizes, a live panel discussion, a live cooking experience with Chef Jannard Wells, your Box to Row family, and of course, your free COVID-19 vaccines. Meet us March 3rd at Savannah State University for the 2023 TIAA SIAC Tourney. Together, we can do this.
0: Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 800-303-3398. 800-303-3398. That's 800-303-3398.
3: Now, back to From the Press Box to Press Row with
0: Donald Ware on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. Donald Ware. Donald Ware. We're going to keep things
1: moving here on Box to Row. You talk about March Madness, but happening in February, the CIAA Tournament Championship. Winston-Salem State taking the crown once again. The second championship under head coach Cleo Hill Jr., who's in his fifth season. There with the Rams. Rams defeated Lincoln 62 to 57 in Baltimore on last Saturday as Cleo Hill Jr. joins us here on Box to Row. Once again, Coach Hill, congratulations. What well, on, man?
3: Nothing much, Donald. Thanks for having me, man. Just just happy. Just proud, proud of my guys, uh, proud of my staff and Jesse, laid to have the 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 Ram Red as an army behind me uh, all year, and especially uh, up in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, w- now I, I I know, man. You you it's probably a good tire, but I know you got to be exhausted. All everything, you know, you win the championship, and it doesn't stop from there.
3: Right. No, we we just had our first practice today, but it was just it was just a grueling season. All the all the games were tough. You know, all the coaches and teams were prepared, so our preparation had to go up another notch. And they had that weird kind of schedule uh, at the CIAA this year, (laughs) Um, you know, playing early in the afternoon and then getting up early to play again. Uh, So we're just taxing, taxing on the body and, you know, physically and mentally a little bit fatigued.
1: Yeah, I mean, you took down, you took down Virginia Union. To beat, it was number one. Uh, speak to that. It was a big win, the, the, uh, cha- the uh, semifinal game, right before you win that game Friday about uh, one point, 45 to 45. Low scoring basketball game, and you're able to eke yeah. it up.
3: Yeah, no. You know, they were number one for a reason. Um, Jay and Fred, they, they have a great staff over there, and they, they've been very good for a long time. And uh, they had our number. Uh, they beat us three times in uh, 21, 22, and then snapped our uh, 22-game home winning streak uh, this year. So they pretty much had our number. So we knew they'd be prepared, but you know we kind of dug down a little bit in our preparation and in, in our schemes, and um, we were able to pull out a very, very physical defensive, low-scoring game against a, a very, very good team, very good coaching staff.
1: Take us through the last two minutes of that basketball game. You go down uh, by by one point uh, on a free throw, 44-43. to 43. There wasn't much scoring from that point, from the two-minute mark, until 11 seconds remain when Samaj Teal hits uh, that jumper that puts you ahead for good.
3: Yeah, no, like you said, it was nip and tuck uh, the whole game. They went up by five a couple of times. Um, they can never really stretch it to double figures. Um, but in that last probably five minutes, we, we kind of dug down defensively, um, you know, kind of switched from man to man to zone a couple of times. And um, we knew they, I called a timeout. We knew they were going to be in uh, zone defense. We, we figured that. For our last possession, they they would go to their bread and butter. and uh, We have a zone play that we like. I gave the clipboard to my assistant coach who does most of our zone offense stuff, and uh, he drew up a play with four options. Um, The first two uh, were, were probably guarded very well, and Teal had the third option, which we set a screen for him up top. And uh, even though he's right-handed, he's pretty hard left. And we felt like he could get to his his shooting pocket off of two or three dribbles. And uh, if they helped, we had one of our better shooters, Jalen Parker, in the corner that he could pass the ball to him off a drive and kick. But they they helped off of him a little late. And Samaj was able to get in his rhythm and uh, shoot that two-dribble pull-up and uh, kind of give us the lead. You
1: know, what's interesting, you mentioned coaches. I think I've known you for, for many, many, many years. We go back, you know, not only to, to your Shaw days as an assistant, but really first coming on this program when you were at Cheney State, um, you right. know, to, <laughs> go, going to going to tournaments with only two scholarships, uh, yeah, I might yeah, add. Yeah, um, that's right. You've always been a guy that has had good assistance, the, the assistant staff, the coaching staff you have now is like going back to the Shaw days. Uh, speak to that and how integral your assistants are. Like you said, you allowed for one of them to draw a player.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've done a good job over the years having, having some good assistants and, and you know, giving, giving them the, the, the free reign to, to exercise their, their gifts that they were given. And, uh, worked for, uh, but this is, this is really unique, um, with Beckwith and and Wilson. Um, they both come from, uh, PWIs, um, both, both family men, uh, both fathers, um, in the interview process, they, they both spoke of something that intrigued me, uh, you know, we had the general questions of philosophy and things like that. And when I gave them the floor, any last words, they both spoke of winning a national championship. And coming to Winston-Salem State University, you know, that's, that's what I wanted. I wanted to win a national championship, um, mainly because the places where I did coach, starting with Cheney, they won a, a national championship with legendary uh, coach John Cheney. Um, and then coming to Shaw University, I was I was there and witnessed uh, Jock Curtis with the women uh, win a national championship. Now I come to Winston-Salem State, where my mentor and legendary coach Clarence Big House Gaines won a national championship, and and my coach Mike Bernard also won a national championship. So when they both spoke about that in their in their separate interviews that was something that intrigued me um they're they're both excellent excellent coaches um they they belong as head coaches in this league or division one um that's that's what i think about their preparation and and that's just their basketball minds and savvy and how passionate they are um, with the student athletes so uh with you know, he, he runs his own offense along with Wilson. They both do a little bit with with zone offense. And um you know, I remember Hopkins used to used to let me draw some stuff up too, 'cause that that was my my claim to fame being an X and O person. So I gave him the clipboard and he, he was calm, cool and collective and uh, you know, it turned out great. It turned out exactly how we drew it up, actually.
1: Yeah. No doubt about it. Cleo Hill Jr., the head men's basketball coach at Winston Salem State, joins us here on Box to Roll. I think, I think that's interesting. You talk about national championships. You talk about Jock Curtis as Shaw Mike Bernard uh, uh at, at North Carolina Central. You you talk about big house games. I want to talk with you a little bit more about him um, as well, Winston-Salem State. I think that was 67 uh if if, if I'm not mistaken. So that's correct. yeah, so um and, and and listen, you you were you were on that trajectory at Shaw, that 2012 team. I mean, West <sighs> Liberty just couldn't beat them. Not like West Liberty's yeah. getting beat now, but back then nobody could beat West Liberty.
3: Uh, um, nobody could beat.
1: I'm telling you, how 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 close do you feel like you are to taking that next step to getting to that national championship?
3: I, I think we're really close. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens this year. Um, you know, you can never really project what's going to happen next year so I don't want to do that even though we have some key returners that will be there but this year I think we're we are a very interesting uh, basketball team um, very very athletic um, you know very fast very very good on the defensive side of the ball and, and and we changed some things for the tournament we we decided to go away from our man to man bread and butter to switching defenses. Uh, quite a bit during the course of a, a 40 minute basketball game, and um, you know we have some guys that can get to the basket. We're we're, we're solid at best shooting the basketball, but I, I think we we are balanced. I and mean, when you talk about uh, guards, wings, and, and and post guys that that are non traditional, um, we could pose some problems in this in this tournament this year.
1: Yeah, let, let me. Let, no, no, no doubt about it. Let me. Let me talk. Switch gears a little bit. We we had Stephen A. Smith on the program uh, on last week. You talk about Clarence uh, Big House games. Your your father, Cleo Hill Sr. I mean, you talk about a phenomenal basketball player. Um, tell me what it means to you to be the head coach at Winston Salem State at your father's alma mater, but also to the point. Uh, where Clarence Big house gains a legendary coach uh Smith Hall of Famer uh was also uh the head coach there for many 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 years what does that mm-hmm. mean to you
3: Oh, boy I mean you, you, it's difficult to put in the words because probably the when you're when you're Cleo Hill <laughs> probably the best job in the world outside of your own alma mater is your dad's alma mater um So it started off with that. I actually never, ever thought about the possibility of coaching at Winston-Salem State. Um, Just being a youngster in New Jersey, uh, my parents were big, big party goers. You know, they put on parties and cookouts and celebrated. And all those guys used to come to my house, you know, Earl and Thomas Montero, Ted Blunt. Um, Jack DeFaris, Charlie Riley, you know, the list goes on. And they were always on a high pedestal when it when it came to talking about basketball. Even as I played in college, um, to play at the game center was like playing at the Garden, you know, in the New York Knicks, the Mecca of basketball. That's what I felt as a, as a student athlete. And even as a coach, as I coached at Chaney and Shaw, it was always a big deal to, to coach it against uh, Winston-Salem State and to, to have in my coaching career my, my mentor to be Coach Gaines. Um, it's, just, it's just special. It's, it's something that you understand that excellence uh, is at the top of the mountain. You, you have to be not only a good basketball team but a good basketball program um, and project good student-athletes on the court and off and graduating them. That's, that's the charge as, as being uh, the coach of Winston-Salem State. And that's one of the, the biggest things my father spoke about um, out of all the accolades he got, graduating from Winston-Salem State Teachers College at the time and being able to be qualified to teach uh, elementary education in, in, in high school was, was a big, huge thing for him. Um, so it's, it's a seat that's, that has a lot of moving parts, but you, you have to uphold that, that very seat and uh, strive for excellence.
1: A couple of more thoughts with Cleo Hill Jr., the head men's basketball coach at Winston-Salem State, who joins us here on the program. I'm going to sort of put you on the spot, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask it. I'm going to ask the question this way. I mean, I, I feel, you know, having known you for so many years, I mean, you're one of the great. Basketball minds. I mean, I think I think to the point. God had a chance to see you play uh, uh, this year, and you're right. The the double the A this year is, is, is just a lot of competitiveness. Anybody could have won the tournament. Really,
3: anybody, anybody. Right.
1: Quite frankly, this year. So I I I, I take into account, uh, and it's not to take away anything from the other coaches, but your coaching mind. That said, you know you've been at you know you've been at a uh, Cheney State. You've been at Shaw. You've been at Winston-Salem State now. Your alma mater's North Carolina Central. Uh, so you've been in the Double A for quite some time. Any thoughts? And I, and I got it. You got a game next week. You're going to the tournament. All that. Have you ever had any opportunities, or are there any thoughts that you may uh, coach at a Division One level in the future?
3: I mean, I don't. I don't rule out anything. Um, I think you you prepare yourself for the job that you have. Um, and you, you try to do the best that you can. Um, and then there, there have always been been some small talks and circles and, you know, even barbershop talk and things like that, but I don't have any doubts about what I could do at that level. Like, I don't have a doubt about being successful in, in any of the leagues from uh, low major to mid-major to even high major. Um, but it's just right now, Winston Salem State. The support that I have is just unbelievable, Donald. Like it's, uh, you know, not that I didn't have support at Cheney or Nebraska or Shaw, because um, I did. But this is this is like an overflow from from the community to the faculty and staff to the to the student body. It's it's just been different than than what I've been used to. Um, but to answer your question, you know it's not a it's not a burning desire, but it it would be a challenge that I'd be open to if it happened that way.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, so you mentioned you, you sort of uh, not sort of, but you are preparing now for uh, for the NCAA's. Let let me ask you this: is is this team this year? What are some of the parallels to your team going back to that nineteen twenty? 19, 2019 2020 season when you won that CIAA championship.
3: Um, that that was a very well-rounded team. Also, um, you know, had a lot of lot of good players, a lot of good defenders. You know, Kit Carth and and uh, Cologne was a good defensive defensive player. Mason Harrell um, still had Xavier Fennell, still had Jalen Austin. Um. You know, I like that backcourt of Barnes and Cologne. That, that was great. We asked about the Division One transfers, Dante Caldwell. Uh, so that was a, a good team. I think where this team is a little different, uh, I think, up front, I think uh, the tandem of Harrell and Jackson, uh, as a tandem, probably not the same as Gibson and Springs. Um, I, I think Harrell holds his own, um, but I think uh, Jackson was a little greener. Um, so I think this team has the edge there, um, but the X factor is, is the mixtape guy. Uh, Robert Colon, like he, you know, there was no stage <laughs> that was too big for him. So I, it, it would be an a interesting game um, had they played against each other. Um, but just just a little different makeup I, I think
1: yeah and then lastly the the preparation you don't necessarily have yeah you know, I mean you don't know not necessarily you don't have an opponent uh right now do you, it, I, I guess what now you sort of work on some of the things that you can improve upon what, what what's the preparation now knowing that you won't ha- know an opponent uh, I guess what until, until Sunday and then you won't play that game until Friday or Saturday
3: Right, right. You hit it on the head. Since we don't know who we will play, it'll be clean up. Um, there are definitely some things that I saw during the course of the four games that I wanna attack. Um, you know, turnovers is, is is definitely something that that I wanna look at. Um free throw shooting, um, that's that's been a Achilles Hill for us. Um, and even though I think we did a, a solid job defensively, there's, there's some switching things that I, I want to talk about. And I think we out-rebounded everyone. Um, but I still there's still some box-out things that I want to take a look at. So it's just cleaning up what we do until we see an opponent that's either, you know, slow down or they press a lot or you know, they shoot a bunch of threes. You know, until we know that, we'll stick to, to cleaning up what we do on both ends.
1: Cleo Hill Jr., again in his fifth season as the head men's basketball coach at Winston-Salem State, joins us here on Boxster Row. The Rams winning their second CIAA Tournament Championship in Coach Hill's five seasons there. Won't know who they'll play until uh, Sunday in the NCAA Tournament, They'll but they'll play either on Friday or Saturday of next week coach hill appreciate the time continued success to you and the
3: rams thanks a lot Donna. appreciate it go rams always
1: enjoy talking with cleo hill jr up next alfred williams the head men's basketball coach at xavier of louisiana
0: donald ware on espnu radio right here on sirius xm
1: we're gonna keep things moving here on Box boxer row we're joined by a gentleman in his seventh season as the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana. Another championship, another tournament championship for the Gold Rush, this time in the Red River Athletic Conference Tournament, with a victory last Sunday, 79-63 over LSU Shreveport, as Alfred Williams, the head men's basketball coach at Xavier, joins us here on Box to Row. Once again, Coach Williams, congratulations. Welcome back to the program.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you for
1: having me. Really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Got it. I mean, now, I think the last time we talked with you was the nineteen twenty season. You had won um, the championship but could not go to the NAIA uh, tournament because uh, of COVID. So take me through, what does it mean? And, and you had a lot of success as a player. Um, at Xavier, what does it mean to win another championship there in New Orleans at Xavier? Man, it means a lot. You know,
4: it, it's been an enjoyable stretch that we've been on, um, you know, seven years. My first year here, we were 10 and 20. You know, everybody was kind of questioning, was I really the guy going 10 and 20? And, but um, since then, man, t- since that that following year, you know, we ended up making the championship game the following year, winning a regular season, and then you know, losing in the championship game in the tournament. Got an opportunity to go to the nationals, and since then, man, we've been national uh, national appearances. I think this will make number five. Um, we've uh, won two regular season championships, and then now the third as a tournament champions. You know, so it's been a been an unbelievable run for us you know we we're just a testament of all our hard work that we've that that my staff has put in and also the players that we've that have contributed to the to the victories and everything and um we just couldn't be more ecstatic about the positioning and the direction of the program and you know a lot of a lot of alumni and, and even the student body has gotten behind us man and we're just so thrilled to have this opportunity to represent the institution and you know continuously do what we need to do, man, to put a position to ourselves, you know, for a national tournament run and having a lot of success on the, on the national level.
1: What, can you take us through what's the difference? Last time you won the tournament championship, that was the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. Again, going back a couple of years ago, now you're in the Red River um, Athletic Conference. Uh, take us through uh, the, the what the Red River athletic conference is like what is it like and 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 compared maybe to the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference
4: Well you know we were able to go back to back uh champions uh tournament champions you know first time in and since like the 70s at uh in our in our school history so nine, 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 2019 2020 then 2020 2021 we were able to go back to back and um you know and then we the following year we ended up making the switch to the Red River and um, I can say that the Red river has definitely has definitely challenged us on a- on a scale where you know preparation every night you know it needs to be on the elite level, kind of the same level that you'll have when you play in a national tournament um being able to play against some some extremely quality teams from top you know every night night in and night out that can possibly beat you and you know no shots at the g c a c at all it is just you know we had you know when we were in the GCAC, you had Talladega, you had Dillard, who were tough outs, you know, every night, and then you had the the the, the Philander Smiths of the world and the Tugaloos of the world, man, that made things extremely difficult, so, um, but every night, like I said, you know, you're going against uh, LSU Shreveport, you know, twice a year, you're going to Alexandria twice a year, Texarkana twice a year, and probably all three of those teams could possibly be in the tournament this year, you know, so you're having... Basically, six games, six games within the course of your of your season that you're going against quality opponents that possibly may be in the national tournament. So it just gets you prepared. Um, what we found, you know, is getting us prepared mentally for those those kind of knockout games. And so um, it has been a great, it's been a good uh, league for us to be in, for the preparation standpoint. Uh, the travel is probably the only downfall, I would say. Uh, that's in this league you know travel is kind of brutal on us because we're one of two schools they are the furthest away from everybody else you know we have ourselves in new orleans and then you got university of southwest that's in hobbs new mexico so everybody else nestles in between three four hour travel drive so uh makes it a little difficult for us at times when travel but you know um it's one of those things where you have to take the good with the bad you know
1: no doubt about it. Alfred Williams, in his seventh season as the head men's basketball coach at Xavier, joins us here on Box Row. And you've got, I mean, to, to the point, I mean, you know, you've got some other HBCUs. Paul Quinn is in the conference. Uh, Hudson uh, Tillotson is in the conference. Texas College also in the, the Red River uh, Athletic Conference as well. Um, you know, this is the thing, Coach, was every year, and even going back to your days as, as a player, you look for, okay, Xavier's got a reputation, right? Okay, Last year you didn't win the tournament championship, but you won. You were able to get a large berth to the NAIA tournament and won a game, right? So just just Uh speak Uh to how you've been able to continue to build uh, this program. And even when you don't win tournament championships, you have such a reputation that you're able to make the tournament and uh, be somewhat successful in uh, the NAIA tournament.
4: Yeah, it's been a lot of hard work. Um, you know, a lot of people speak about hard work, man, but we actually, you know, our, our deal is, you know, getting guys who, who want to play the kind of style of basketball that we play. You know, we're a defensive led team in a, in an offensive, in an offensive world, you know? And so we, we, you know, we demand that, you know, our our guys defend. and then, you know, just playing to our strengths. Our strength is us getting stops and then getting out and running on the offensive side. So, um, being able to have the reputation of you know the the history of Xavier has always been one of the tough defensive teams. So being able to have that uh, recognition nationally that hey we're going to be one of those teams to contend with is a special honor, man. But you know, as any competitor, man, you want to win, you want to win more, you know. And so having the opportunity to you know play younger, have a have a, a well guys returning from that team from last year that were a part of that, you know, us winning a game in the uh, national tournament, getting to the round of 32 the last two years, having that, I guess, that continuity and that experience from our guys, you know, it definitely helps carry over. So now hopefully we'll be able to use that experience this year to be able to carry that forward to get past the round of 32. So uh, super excited about our opportunities just get to work, get get ready to start preparing, and um, get our mindsets together the so way we can be able to win two games and get to the Sweet 16 up in Kansas City.
1: As you know, your SID there at Xavier Ed Cassier is one of the best. He's he's phenomenal. And so um, in terms of you had a chance to play Notre Dame, and one of the pieces he put up there, he, the, the I'll read the piece. The piece says, their secret ambition is to play Notre Dame when their team develops to the place where it would be a worthy competitor to the famous South Bend institution. That was by Charles, uh, Chester L. Washington at the Pittsburgh Courier, October 19, 1935. Now, we understand that, you know, obviously you're NAIA, uh, uh, Notre Dame is D1, but you were able to play them in an exhibition and, 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 and competed in that. Speak to that. And what that meant to be able to to compete against Notre Dame.
4: Man, that was once in a lifetime opportunity for us, for our institution, for our alumni, for you know, the sisters of the Blessed Sacrament, for everyone who had an opportunity to pour into Xavier University of Louisiana, man, that was a, a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, you know, we we're super thankful and grateful to you know, the coach uh, for giving us that opportunity uh to be able to represent our institution and especially represent the way that we did because I feel like you know we made we helped them get better in some areas that they were able to take into the a c c and um i did I, they definitely helped us get better also and so to see our capabilities or what we can play at uh and be able to play at that level you know and so uh we that that opportunity was super it was it was a moment in history where, like I said, with that piece what Ed wrote, uh, what he recited from a, a piece that was already written, man, that was just years in the making, man. And just to be able to be one, a part of that, um, a part of that opportunity was special, but more importantly, being a part of it as the head coach that, you know, I played at my alma mater, man, it was just, it, it was just super special. And, uh, super excited to to have represented our institution like the way we did, man. It was, like I said, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity.
1: Alfred Williams, the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana, joins us here on the program. The Gold Rush once again, or are, are this year, Red River Athletic Conference Tournament champions. The HBCU National Player of the Week is Xavier Reeves. Your player is a kid from the DMV. Uh, from Burtonsville, Maryland, uh, was absolutely uh, splendid for you in the tournament, but has been splendid for you all season long, averaging nearly a double double. Speak to his play and what he's meant to this team.
3: Hold on, you're
1: breaking news on me right now. He's the national player of the of the week. Yep, he's our national player of the week. Yep, HBCU national uh, player of the week. That's correct.
4: That's awesome, that is awesome, man. That's awesome. He, I, you know, Xavier Reeves. He comes to us from a division three up in that DMV area, man. And he's been a blessing in disguise for us because, you know, we we lost a lot of leadership and guys that won some ball games for us. And so we needed to bring in some experience that can help our young core uh, continuously grow into the, the players that we know that they're capable of becoming. And so he was, he's he, he's been very instrumental in our success this year. Being able to, um, being able to have him on our basketball club and play the way that he played during the tournament was outstanding. You know, he was out for about, we went on a, he, he had a concussion and he ended up missing six games. And so, and during those six games, man, we went on a six 6 and zero winning streak, man, to be able to position ourselves to compete for that second and possibly the first seed in the regular season, you know, and, um, you know, and just the this, this testament of our team, you know, and him being able to put the the the, the information and the, the the I guess the pedigree for our guys to be able to give them that confidence to believe that they can really compete at the level and get it done. What he was out, man, it was unbelievable, man. He was he's been great for us. He's been great for us, man. We're def- definitely grateful for him, you know, with him working on getting his masters and everything like that, and. Um, you know, he's going to be definitely be a hard player to replace, but, you know, we're going to definitely, you know, try to enjoy him while we have him, man, and continuously try to win as many ballgames as we can while we, while we still have him.
1: Alfred Williams, again, in his seventh season as the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana, the gold rush, the, uh, RRAC or red river athletic conference tournament champions. For this, uh, for the Well, for the first time, but a, a championship at Xavier for the second time in three seasons as the Gold Rush going to participate in the NAIA tournament on next week. Coach Williams, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Gold Rush moving forward.
4: Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys, and best wishes to you guys also.
1: We'll wrap things up on the other side. The Stay Well HBCU Symposium Tour is coming to the 2023 TIAA SIAC Tournament with new games, more t-shirts, new prizes, a live panel discussion, a live cooking experience with Chef Jannard Wells, your Box to Row family, and of course, your free COVID-19 vaccines. Meet us March 3rd at Savannah State University for the 2023 TIAA SIAC Tourney. Together, we can do this.
0: Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 800-303-3398. 800-303-3398. That's 800-303-3398. Now back to From the Press Box to Press Row with Donald Ware on ESPNU Radio on Serious. Thank you to
1: our guests today. University of Florida gymnast Trinity Thomas, Winston-Salem State head men's basketball coach Cleo Hill Jr., Xavier of Louisiana head men's basketball coach Alfred Williams for joining us today here on Box to Row on ESPNU Radio on SiriusXM, you can react to anything that they had to say. Hit us up via Twitter at BoxToro B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, on tomorrow. So I'm going to be on the campus of Savannah State University on tomorrow. It's the SIAC Tournament Championship. Unfortunately, I guess for the Tigers, the men have bowed out of the championship, losing to Benedict on Thursday, Uh, but still, it should be a great SIAC tournament. I haven't been to the tournament, the SIAC tournament. It was in Atlanta last I went back in, I think it was 2010. It may have been on the campus of, may have been at Morehouse. Um, But anyway, looking forward to that, looking forward to broadcasting Box to Row live on tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central Time, noon Pacific Time on Sirius XM or excuse me on XM 206 on XM 206 you can also listen on tobacco road com. you can also listen to the live broadcast on tobacco road sportsradio.com and actually so it's XM 206 and online uh, on at on channel 969 XM 206 online at 969 and again you can also listen on the website tobacco So looking forward to that broadcast tomorrow, uh, on next Saturday, going to be in Birmingham for the SWAC tournament. Hadn't been, had never been to the SWAC tournament. So I look forward to that going to be broadcasting our show live also from the SWAC tournament. And you can, um, Find out more on our website at BoxToRow.com or follow social media next week. Our social media handles on next week to find out which channel on XM that you'll be able to listen to the program. And always remember to support those that support your BoxToRow on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM is produced by DW Communications.